0: Welcome back to We Are Live, live from Midco Studio in Grand Center, in St. Louis, Missouri. Big thanks to Molly Ambergy for uh, coming. How by. great that was, was a she? Delight, very fun. I'm a big fan of Molly, and uh, glad she's got her one-woman show tonight. You that's can go so. See that that's
1: so hard to put together, and I, 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 that is really. That's really dope.
0: No, it's just cool. And then on top of that, um, I know it doesn't always matter. Like people are talented, if they're nice or not, but. I like when people are really nice, too. Talented nice uh, people are the best. That's absolutely the best. Uh, Speaking of talented nice people, we've got Tony Cavallero on this hour, Righteous Gemstones. He played Ozzy Osbourne in The Dirt. He was on Nickelodeon School of Rock. He's been in Modern Family. He's got credits galore. You're going to love the conversation because he's a wild man. But he also gives some behind-the-scenes stuff about working with Danny McBride, John Goodman, Adam Devine. You'll love that part. And uh, and more. Uh, Travis, uh, speaking of really serious... Artistic stuff, uh, you had a story that you wanted to cover, and I'm really worried because I think it's probably a white guy.
1: This, this is, this is a, an epidemic, I feel like, in our country. I okay. think it's something that's happening. Like crack. It is. I think we may need to pump the brakes as a country. Mm. Uh, competitive eating is a thing here, only in America. And then, like, we celebrate I mean, the dominance, we don't just have competitive I mean eating, but yes we and. celebrate it. I don't mean to not yes
0: and, but what about Kobayashi, bro? He was an American. Kobayashi ain't from Wisconsin.
1: Man, they don't.
0: He came here because America made him
1: eat that much. Better? Am I yes anding now? Maybe. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, it's not bad. Uh, but this story I saw on the comeback.com and it kind of blew me away because um, I smell massive lawsuits. And I think this is probably one of the most tragic ways to go out. Man dies after collapsing during Fresno Grizzlies taco eating contest. Mm. Mm -mm. 41-year-old Dana Hutchings collapsed partway through a taco eating contest Tuesday. He was pronounced dead in the hospital. Uh, He was a participant at the AAA Fresno Grizzlies taco eating contest on Tuesday night. He collapsed during the event and was pronounced dead at a local hospital shortly Uh. after. Tuesday's contest at the Chuka Park Mm. was a prelude to a team's ninth annual taco truck throwdown set for Saturday, but it wound up going very wrong. 41-year-old Fresno man Dana Hutchings collapsed during the contest, received medical attention, and was rushed to the hospital but was pronounced dead there. There's no official cause of death yet, but coroner spokesperson, Tony Boddy, Told the Fresno Bee, preliminary indications are that he died from choking. And fan Matthew Borland gave the Bee an account of what he saw during the contest. Borland said he quickly noticed Hutchings because he was eating so fast compared to the other contestants. It was like he'd never eaten before. He was just shoving the tacos down his mouth without chewing. About seven minutes into the contest, Hutchings abruptly collapsed and hit his face on a table as he went down to the ground. The emergency medical technicians attended to Hutchings and administered the Heimlich maneuver and CPR before paramedics arrived in an ambulance and tried to resuscitate him. The contest immediately concluded, thank God, though there was no stoppage to the baseball game.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. First of all, let's get to the Gardner's first concern. Why did they decide to name their minor league baseball team the Grizzlies? That's a fair point, especially mm-hmm. in Fresno. Mm-hmm. Uh, second yeah, of all, bears. I immediately got selfish and was like, man, we did a pork steak eating contest a few years ago. Mm-hmm. and That could have went real poorly. You can't really rip a pork Ooh. steak out of the guy's throat. Yeah, right? I
2: couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I have trouble swallowing. What was on like the line? What was, what, what,
1: what, was the, what was the – why was he so – was it worth it? I mean, nothing's worth it to die by a taco. What's your?
0: Where's your? If you knew you were gonna die, oh Cardner, oh man, look at those tacos. Were they soft shell? If If they weren't soft shell, yeah.
2: These tacos here you're seeing are made with walnut meat.
0: Our listeners have been slaughtered and turned into tacos.
2: Nice. Soylent Green. Hmm. It's awful to
1: hear about this, and it's led to the cancellation of Grizzly's plan, Major League Eating sanctioned. Yeah. world taco eating championship Saturday although the rest of the throwdown will still go ahead as planned but this isn't the first death that's happened in an eating contest Wikipedia lists three from 2012 to 2017 vice references another one from 2017 and there's uh, another three more the New York Post alludes to so I guess it's uh, so I guess unfortunately in this country go figure we get about three of these a year yeah. that's that's a lot <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's. I mean, do three people die and pick up basketball games a year? Though probably. I don't know.
1: Heart attacks. Yeah. People All die choking. Trauma. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I mean, you can.
2: In this instance, it just I sounds saw a guy like this choking guy in a restaurant a couple months ago. Tacos. Can I say why would so, tacos? You something need something, about choking? something
1: more. You need something that can go down the gullet. You need a gullet.
2: Type of food. Does well, that gullet well, people do? wings i mean you're liable to just swallow yeah, the wing bone. yeah that's true that's a no one good could... that's if things go right
1: that's if you like <laughs> but if you just one inch to the right wait what was that again chris
2: mm-hmm.
1: one more time can we get the camera please this time mm-hmm. oh hold, yeah, on. hold on put the there mic got, there. We there we go got we got. Got there it. we go okay,
2: okay. And, all right
1: and, and, and we got it uh-uh the yeah. hand Use hand gesture it. there we oh, go sorry and, wait yeah. there we go All right, Mr. Docket, you have plenty of things to work with on that (laughs) gift. GIF. gift. Gift? The secret is to use Jack in the Box
0: Buttermilk Ranch to lubricate the tacos. amateur. Uh, That's from the Black Sheep. uh, That's you're good to If if you know it's your final taco session, which taco? Where are you getting tacos from?
2: I can't believe this is where it goes. I'm about to say. I'll make a damn melee if you
1: don't answer
0: me.
2: I
1: I don't. I don't want to. I don't want tacos to be my last meal. I don't want to think about my last meal. You're going out. Which tacos are your last tacos? I don't want to be thinking about tacos when it's
0: time for me to go out. You're finally convicted for the murder of the time you stomped out that homeless man, and it's time to go. It's your last meal. Are we talking
2: fast food? You
0: get tacos. (laughs) Warden's here. He'll get you tacos from anywhere on the planet. It's uh-huh. your final meal, but it's got to be tacos.
1: Can I just be on a desert island and the only thing I can have for the rest of my life is this one taco? No, I want Death Incorporated. Why? That doesn't need to be. Why does it have to be so dark? I don't want to answer your dark scenario, Denman.
0: Because if you're on an island, even crappy tacos are going to get you through. If
1: it's your last taco ever, you're going to you're gonna choose harder. Well, that's the last. Okay, I am i don't like the trauma of the if tragedy. I'm going,
2: if I'm going to go fast food, I enjoy those... Uh, Red Burrito Tacos, the Hardee's Red Burrito ones. Did you hear the way Red Burrito? That's um, good. A m- more restaurant type place, a food restaurant, I believe as you called them, Travis. hmm uh, Food uh
1: Oh, those are good.
2: And Soulard. Mm-hmm. Those are good. That's probably what I did. I've had
1: very good tacos. Very good tacos. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had exceptional tacos.
2: See, I can, I can understand how tacos, how you can just start scarfing them. I understand. Right. I can see that. I've, I I think tacos are good very there. good. And actually, I, I made a tweet about this the other day, and I don't think about if I could bring it back. I'd bring uh, my last taco. I would try to have them recreate uh, Casa Gallardo tacos.
1: Oh, okay. I think, uh, yeah, I'm down with tacos They're are good. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're accessible and, and you can get into and them affordable. quick. Affordable, you can get into them
2: quick. So I could see how they this do could the happen. job.
1: They take care of the business. You know, you eat tacos because you ain't really got nothing else to do that day. Yeah. Generally speaking,
2: but I like tacos.
1: And it's also a good thing to celebrate, like Taco Tuesdays. Like no other food, just like that because of LeBron. Well, that is
2: also true. Now, does LeBron have to? Maybe have a moment of silence at his next Taco Tuesday for this gentleman.
0: Yeah,
2: it would be it's yeah. the right
0: thing to do, if or not.
2: at least yell out, like in his name when he does. His oh, okay. It, well, he th- this is for so and so. It's n- and I'm gonna he does that yell or whatever that he does. Uh, Was it Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. Yeah, uh, like the next one thing. is in honor of this gentleman. Okay. I think. How has Travis
0: not said Rihanna's taco? That's from The Black Sheep. That's just not necessary. He's speaking in your voice.
1: Oh that, is not, that is not not called for. I don't oh know why. Boy. I was, I am oh a, boy. I'm a recognized scribe. Oh yeah. I'm an international writer, man uh-huh. of mystery.
0: Lisa oh yeah. in the comments says, Jack in the box tacos at 2 a.m.
1: Yeah, I don't need to be eating Jack in the box tacos <coughs> at 2 a.m. Y'all too grown. Like, here the thing is, like, yeah, 10 years ago, sure, that shit was cute. But y'all too grown to be eating damn... Jack you in the Box tacos at two a.m. Gardner,
0: Gardner brought White Castle in here recently God. during regular. Oh, God. hey, what's going on there? That's reality. Okay. I am just gonna, I you just not going. Now I
1: know. Not, God, mm. man. Well, you there you it just is. Not just going. How you just going not? Okay, okay, all right,
2: that's all. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So tacos, back to it. Yeah. What well, What was the comment you were reading?
1: Mm. Jesus
0: Christ. Something from The Black Sheep. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean.
1: Um, Chris? Yes, Travis? <laughs> Good job. Your hero is in some hot water. Some hot whiskey? Oh, boy. Maybe that was running through his blood. Connor McGregor. We're going to have to look at this video tomorrow. It's currently trending. We'll get the video for you folks tomorrow, but it, by all appearances... The video circulating of Conor McGregor uh, getting into some type of verbal altercation with a gentleman at a bar. We don't know the specifics. Well, he's an old
0: white man, and you've railed against old white men for how long? And then now you're going to let Conor McGregor, a man who came from welfare, who's now buying custom suits and driving purple cars, you don't know what that man said to him. I I don't. He could have called him a potato-loving whiskey maker. Maybe.
1: We don't Mm -hmm. know, but we do know
0: that... Speak kindly of the guy. Man, I used to like him so much. Conor McGregor, apparently,
1: minutes. according to the looking at the video, again, we don't know what caused him to react this way, but Conor McGregor takes a left and just squares up and punches the man in the side of the and head. It's a real punch. And it's a real punch. It wasn't just like a playful, I'm just playing with you, chap. Is that how well, that sounds? Hey, chap. Wait, no. I'm McGregor of the of the UFC. Ha ha, punch in the face, in the back of your face, Mm-mm. bruv. How's that? Hmm. I'm Conor McGregor, buy my whiskey. Maybe it was a commercial. Maybe they were just filming a commercial, and he's like, drink my whiskey, it gets you drunk. And then he was just like, showing you the power.
2: Okay, I'm going to play it from Twitter. Oh. I'm going to play let's the see video if we from, can do from Twitter. One. This okay. is, if you can pull this off, this one just so Spielberg give me a shit. a second right here. Oh, Chris, this could be a new person. All right. Chris, Chris and I are going to hold hands.
1: Oh, my God.
0: This could be happening. So this is it. So this is it. So they're in a bar. You see several white-haired gentlemen. I mean, we're talking 60 to 75 years old, these guys, right? Maybe mm. 55
1: youngest. And there's Connor at the center of the video, at the top of the video. That's Connor for sure, Connor. To, he's having a conversation, it looks like, with some bar patrons. There's a gentleman... Uh, that has his back to Connor. Connor's but it's basically
0: se- being a, a drink hander outer, Trev, right?
1: Yeah, it looks like he's pouring drink and it looks like Connor's offering him whiskey. The guy doesn't care to drink any of Connor's whiskey. And Connor goes on to pour whiskey in everybody else's glasses. And I would imagine there's still maybe some back and forth going on between the gentlemen. Connor is cool. got guys in between so him he's having and a good the old time. man. And then, boom. oh! Then Connor saw then that left suddenly coming. drops his hands and throws a sharp left against the back of the old man's Watch head. Watch the
2: bartender lady? Oh, oh the old lady
1: oh, face no. just covered. Oh yeah, it definitely happened, and it must have been. It must have connected. Oh god, it did connect. I mean, he popped him. Yeah, he. Had it was a. It was a corrective pop. Yeah, was there wasn't cor- much.
0: Cor- <laughs> what does that yeah, mean? I don't know. Hey, what you that do that is. with your, you know, <laughs> friends or. <laughs> I'd say, <laughs> I'd say the gentleman got what he deserved. <laughs> he didn't enjoy any proper number oh, twelve. Oh no! I, I, I'd like to be. Uh, oh
1: no, Gardner!
0: I'd like to. I'd like to also. Oh boy! Be. Uh, I'd like to I'd I'd punch I'd hit him harder if they oh didn't my
1: like goodness. his whiskey. Gardner, if... They probably look, said to look, him, they're probably a Jose Aldo. And fan. look, I'm glad you showed that because that guy's a I Khabib don't want to, I don't want to use that against Chris for a great American race next week. Well he's but, not American. But but he's Irish. Of your race and he's of your ilk and he's a cock and he's paid Irish. American taxes. Damn it. Yep. Uh, Gartner if More than if I we ever were, will in my lifetime. <laughs> if you were to assess this from a point scale, how bad is that?
2: Well,
0: and that guy just got a little little love tap, and he's gonna get a million dollars. Get that more than will, a
1: million. All nah. of a sudden, my neck hurting a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's yeah. True. A lot, and my spine but hurts. He's, but he's, I might be happy if I'm that old. And guy. my hip hurts, and my, now I'm depressed. That guy, and, to, there and now were, I'm upset and sad and traumatized. He's got this. Oh. he's got the scripted for when it happens to him. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So wait, wait, Gardner. So PTSD. that guy, the guy that got punched, actually, I'm gonna say he's actually mid fifties. He didn't look quite as old as the other guys, so he's got a lot of life left to live. <laughs> He,
1: he's You're I'm assessing saying, that on a grainy video. I'm saying
0: maybe his back's hurting a little more. Yeah.
1: Maybe he didn't want his No his whiskey out here is really good, so I won't say Oh no, I
0: heard it. it's I heard it's uh, not so great. Is but it? I don't so know. So
1: maybe the guy was like, I ain't want to nasty Boy, ass whiskey.
0: It ain't like it's Jack Daniels or something. Maybe. maybe. I want to know who were those Connors handlers pushing him away, or I, were those? Uh, other It had people? to have been. No way. No, but they weren't like. No one was like. There was a guy who kind of like gave but a little like. I'm gonna men get you at a bar. It's very stupid. Yeah.
2: This seems like if this is who you are, Conor McGregor. Oh, it's who he you, you should not be in that bar then. Yeah. It's that simple.
0: You need to get a. You need to get a handler. You know and how then, to
2: act in a bar, yeah. especially where professional drinkers are. You don't do that.
0: KFB old boy can
1: take a punch.
2: He did apparently because he was talking back. That's a little tab. It's
0: a
1: little tab.
2: But if that's how the Irish make concussion, and I do a PTSD love. Let me tell you something. And, uh, you saw uh, how
1: quick.
0: You saw how quick. Quickly that uh, happened. Did you see that left coming.
1: <laughs> oh, that's. Uh, yeah, when you're defenseless, you can't see it no, coming. No, 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 I'm just here to when appreciate that. You're just trying to ability. have like a Guinness. Look, I have your Guinness on, and a dude punching side of your head. Who? You how think quick he was is Guinness? it? Was it Smithwicks?
2: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: you ain't gotta be quick when the man's 60 years old and he's sitting at the bar, half drunk, and doesn't even know you're going to punch him. Man, Man, people, was
2: what so up? What up? What up? Look, you know, and I I know this bar setting. Yeah. People just want no to be full. left alone.
0: Give yourself a full screen. Just
2: leave them alone.
0: Yeah. Here we go. No one wants
2: to talk to you. Yeah. This is professional That's drinkers. Good, These are professional drinkers. They're, they're just sitting at the bar. Oh, boy. You don't, you don't start handing out your whiskey and then get offended if no one wants it. They have a system going of their own. Yeah. You don't. It's like when I see people playing drinking games at a bar. Why the hell do you need a drinking game to drink? Just get drunk. It's simple. Don't force it upon people. They're going to get there at their own pace, some quicker than others. Hmm. Don't force this on someone. I'll tell you what, Connor, you know, he may be a professional fighter. He's obviously an amateur drinker. He yes. Don't, he don't know shit about yes! bars. If this is how you <laughs> act in a bar, you are a dilettante. You are an amateur. That was that- You're the you're the kind of guy that lets everyone know how many drinks you had last night. <laughs> how many did you have? Oh, I don't know. I never fucking counted because I was a pro. I just got drunk. It was a feel thing. It wasn't, oh, I've had this many. Yeah, I could drink you or the. No, that's for amateurs. That's who you are, Connor McGregor. An amateur drinker. Yes. Stay out of bars. Yeah. You don't belong there. Uh,
1: that's a, That's all timer.
2: That's very obvious. I mean, there's video evidence to prove that. That's ace. Oh, you will do a shot with me? Oh, get fucked. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yes! Let people drink C. what they want. C.W.
1: Gardner. C.W. Uh, Gardner. CW Gardner! CW Gardner! Amateur
2: hour. Amateur hour for Conor McGregor. Happy hour for everyone else. He Ooh, should not be there. Oh shit! Just stay at home. Drink your <laughs> shit ass whiskey at home. You slag. <laughs> Call it slag. <laughs> Why
0: is Travis- I learned that from the Arctic? Why is Travis? <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's the best, hey. boy. That's uh, that's,
2: that's all.
0: So how much? How much does that? I, how much does that cost, Connor? At least ten. No, five to ten. Where does Irish Pride come into this? All right, three. That old man may not may not want to say yeah. it, it. It hurt him. Hit, him.
1: hit him. Ain't nobody hit me. Maybe a fly
0: landed <laughs> on my head. <laughs> the
2: Irish will take money. Yeah, Irish will definitely take we the money. Take the we money. will take. We will depth, Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> It'll, yeah, he'll get. I I don't know. I don't know. I, that's another all right? I, don't know. Timer. That's, I that's, don't know the details of where this was exactly and everything like that. Well, it was obviously I can recognize like a very chill place. Yes, like it I can, just, re-
0: I know that setting. You gotta, you gotta hopped up potentially, allegedly. Snow snorting uh, fighter the bounce fact around that, saying, Try my whiskey, dry my whiskey, try my whiskey, my whiskey. They're
2: annoyed by his presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That group of people is annoyed by his presence there. Mm-hmm. Just sit down and watch TV the way, and Don't talk about the people and Gardner, he's still trying to impress. That too. was that the Little Irishman. Well, what is It's that? not going to work if that's the way you do it.
1: Well, Gardner, what just happened there? Was that like six years of just pent up? Right. Was that like just it's how just, long? That, 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 I've that, seen that it. was the most I've beautiful rant. I've ever heard, I think. It's, in my, it it's was not like, pent
2: up, it's just experience. That was beautiful, man. I still see it to this day, being sober. I see those types of people walk into a bar and everyone's just like, "I ah, just
1: leave already. That's powerful, man. And
2: it's not because we're not welcoming. It's because you're acting like an ass.
1: Yes. You should, you should write for these presidential mm. candidates. Mm. That was beautiful. You spoke to the people. You spoke to me. Did he speak to you? Mm. That was powerful, man. No, that would be...
0: Oh yeah, wait,
2: maybe I, I do. I could
0: use a organic lawsuit. growth lawsuit too. Oh yeah. That's organic true. growth and lawsuit. Even oh, if you just slapped a dope. cigarette out of your uh, uh that's If you slapped a
2: cigarette out of my mouth, you'd see me crying on the ground yeah, and yes. like, Spitting the blood. Ah, like shaking. Ah. <laughs> pooping on yourself. Oh, I would do it. If I, I knew that mind. was gonna get me the million dollars. I'd have a I'd have a freak out tantrum just to set the stage for what is to come. And you know this guy who got hit, because he's an Irishman,
1: he's going to make... He's going he's gonna to painfully milk away Connor's pride. Like, he's going to not only take the money, he's going to be like, and you hit like a bitch. Oh, like, yeah. you know this guy isn't just going to have the traditional, I'm just happy that I can spend time with my family press conference. He's going to be an Irish mm-hmm. asshat.
2: He is going to
1: milk this.
2: This is going to be fun to watch. Conor McGregor is the kind of guy at a bar it seems that people just roll their eyes at. That's what it looks like.
1: He's you know what he is and I and you can look this comes maybe from my community more than anything place else. He's new money. Yeah. He's a guy that's he's, nice. he's 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 a he's a guy who again came from next to nothing. No, not next to nothing. He,
0: right. And but now welfare. and he got a
1: look he worked hard and he knew what he had to
0: I do to get to that point. I think that's why it sucks so much cuz I was like
2: he re- but if it, you go new money and then go into an old place and yes, try and show yes, how your new money Yes,
1: that is for any culture, especially the Irish, that is something that you ain't that gonna win. You ain't going, that don't that doesn't work. No. Um I've seen it, but then again, like to yeah, it's kind of to your point. Like it's not like you don't want to go back and show that you're still of the people. It's just your life and who you are has changed. And so you don't have to be the guy that always goes back to the old barbershop or to the old bar. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to keep in touch, sure, but you're not that
2: person who you used to be. Yeah, but you do it in a way to where you're not being loud mouth and buying drinks now. Cause True. you Can or whatever. True. If you're going that to do you, it, you, you should do you probably it, do yeah, it. You would do it bring it a down way. a notch. Bring yeah. it down a notch. I mean, that's how I, I would like,
1: that makes sense. You I, know, like if you're going to show up and help or show up to be a part of it, don't, don't bring the entourage. It seems like don't the type bring of the, that's flaunting at a certain point,
2: uh, and you gotcha. don't do it in a, this type of place. Uh, know your yeah, audience, right? Yeah, very true. You, you don't do old man bars. You don't do that.
1: No, I, I would say Nelly is one of the most successful people to ever come out of this city. And what if the guy and didn't like
2: the whiskey just because it was bad? It, and that, I, and I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> or, or again,
1: but but the, the fact is, there are places like even your success, fame, and money. You should know that when you go there, you need to turn it down, yeah. because you don't. People in those bars don't really care for that extra shit. They go to those bars to get away from the extra shit. Yeah. So for you to bring it to their abode, if you will,
2: just sit there and drink. Just sit there and drink. I feel you for 13 hours. And
1: that's an. And that's. that's like. And then that's not a groupie. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a bunch of bros at a Vegas bar.
2: I like no, grizzled
1: that. Irishmen who yeah. probably just got off a 14-hour shift and just want to drink and All look right. down yeah, at the floor be before recovering.
2: they go home. Some of these, you look, <laughs> my guess, are retired or something True. like that too. And just this is where you go on a daily basis. And when someone... Starts effing with that routine yeah. by acting the way they do. That's very annoying. The
0: black sheep just nailed it. That was the equivalent of sitting in a microbrewery in America and having the situation come in and try and get you to drink his protein <laughs> vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nailed it. I wish that's I would have said it myself. That's
1: perfect. <laughs> that's
0: exactly what it was. That's a, shut it down. It, the, and people oh. like that stick out. Like sort of, I think of the time... like five and a half years we worked at a brewery together right yeah it's a chill place and a college town where a lot of educated people come and, and conversate right it's a hangout it's right. not a vomit on your toes place and every time the stuff like that would happen this the, i think in six times i physically removed somebody out of that place in over five and a half years which is great for college town every time it was something that started similar to that. Yeah, and, just, and, and you see it coming it's a mile away. just amateur hour. Yeah. And yeah.
2: like you say, you can see it happen. Oh, you, well, around. it's like, hey,
0: I just saw you. You just pulled a beer out of the... They were sitting there. We were mm-hmm. going to use that. If you do that again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Then you watch them, and then five seconds later, they yeah. do that, and then they call you some kind of name, and then you get to... Throw
1: There's it. this weird world where I think celebrities feel as if...
0: I wouldn't say like celebrities. People, think about how many cool people we deal with. It's true. certain people. True. Yeah, there it's are a douches. Douche. Okay, better yet, it's a douche. douches. Douches. You
2: can
1: see this well, anywhere. And, and that's the thing I think with Conor that kind of blows me away. In the I don't sense think he that, is a douche, but, but he's got douchey. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, but his behavior comes off douchey. Like, there's a way to carry swag. There's nothing wrong with being very confident to the point you can of be you being silent. You can still swag. right. You can had do he, that. Had he walked in there. Hey everybody, check this out. I'm gonna leave this
0: here. Taste it. Would love for you to be, you know, enjoy my whiskey. Have a good day. That's what you do there. And
1: then some people ain't gonna fuck with you. Like yeah. some people at the end of the day just gonna be like, I don't wanna drink your shit. I don't want nothing from you. I don't care for you. That's just how it's going to be, unfortunately, for you. There are not gonna be people out there who adore you. There are gonna be people out there who will hate forever. But that's an understanding Connor should have at this point. Maybe the guy ruined Connor's toast or something like yeah. that. And then look, I'm not saying the guy may have what? said something Make derogatory. Make better whiskey. Make Dude, better whiskey. KF... The guy may have said something derogatory yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very possible he I mean, may have said something you're offensive. Kind of you
0: don't get to you don't get to yeah. slap somebody like that. Like, come on, man. Yeah, especially when you're kind of a McGregor. You, you, all you have to do is say like, I could I could pull your teeth out if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Uh, KFB, that the old guy is going to be a Floyd Mayweather's entourage if he fight, if he fights him again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be the Floydiest Floyd thing ever.
1: <laughs> god wouldn't that be amazing i think yeah and yeah i'm just trying to figure out in that situation like and then i would imagine like i said there's more to the story maybe there and again maybe there's more going on with connor in general we don't know yeah. he just recently had another child i believe um, maybe
2: that guy slept with his girlfriend maybe i don't that, know
1: and that maybe that maybe he said something bad look it maybe said something bad about somebody's mama we know how mm-hmm. we are. No, don't 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 mm-hmm. talk about the mob. I will say you
2: look like an amateur in a bar, though. Yeah, you're a drink you're a drink counter, buddy. But if you say something about my mama, you, are you? He's he's stacking the cups at the ball game to let everyone know how many beers he's had. What if he says something though about my mama? Who that? The old man? Yeah. What if he said,
1: "Well, Grandmama Evans can't cook." Well, you do the move because because well, she's
0: older
2: and she chooses not to anymore. Listen, Travis,
0: I'm not telling uh, Conor uh, McGregor uh, how to too. do this, but. Couldn't he have just said, like, come with
2: me. Let's go outside. Sure.
0: And the guy would have backed off, and he could have walked
1: away. Oh, what, if the, what if somebody, what if he said, scooters are for babies? Hmm. How would you have reacted? To that man?
2: Yeah, if he said, ha, scooters are for baby boys. Well, let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> sir? Oh, well. Wow. You're missing out. I feel bad for you. Oh. Enjoy your Guinness. I got
0: thrown out of the Phoenix back in the day for wearing a hoodie. Phoenix
2: in South <laughs> County?
0: Not having the hood up, just having a hoodie on. Then I tucked my hood in the hoodie, and the bouncer thought I was being a smartass, so he <laughs> booted me. I'm no I'm never going back there ever again. That's from Steve Elgin.
1: What are, you, what are you
0: going to Foot Locker? Place, is that place open? That's
2: South County, right? What, what is place the place it? called? I've been there a the couple Phoenix? times. Is it closed? Phoenix? I think it is. It has it. to be. Oh, that was, oh, God. That place was terrible. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it was. Ooh, yeah, I've been there. That's South County. I don't remember exactly where. Mm. I got. I think I only had been there like two or three times though. I don't. You know, I don't even remember who dragged me in there. Jesus, man. It wasn't. Oh. All
1: right. What if I was gonna say
2: no. It wasn't that. There was a night where I ended up riding around in a car with the band Hollywood Undead. Jesus. Oh no. Um. I, I remember go. we drove to South County because they wanted closed, to score some, some pot. Oh, score some pot. Yeah. <laughs> Where are but we? That let me wasn't take you the to Melville. Because I got kicked out of the, the pageant that Man, one time. Man, you got
1: too many places in this city that you been Well, they kicked let out me of. back in now. Okay.
2: I just got kicked out one night. A okay. fashion show director was threatening Oh, yeah, I violence. remember that story. That's crazy. That's hilarious. The Phoenix was something.
1: So yeah, you not nice. Well so now we know how you would handle it. What about Elgin, you, Chris?
2: You need pot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chris, what would set you off? What now? would Yeah, what if oh, he was like yeah, I, don't care I think anything. your hair is receding. I'd be like, Yeah, finally, thirty five, getting me. Or or here's what would happen. I think this would cause Chris start... to punch somebody in the head. You didn't throw a damn football oh, seventy man. plus man. yards. There was video and photos. Mm. Okay, I'm
2: sure there was not. Oh, Remember man. that time Chris <laughs> lied about throwing a runner out at home plate? Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, oh,
3: that was I'll the one.
2: Was, was that it? The... He like I'll rose kill up. i you.
0: I threw it. Oh, you were the cutoff, man.
1: And I threw it to home. It was like a cobra just
0: oh. rose yeah, up.
2: Like I looked at the camera. I was like, what is this shadow? Oh, God,
1: it's Denman. We know what will set him off. I think for me to be like um, anything, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Yeah, mm-hmm. hmm. your hair is fuzzy. <laughs> the one time, <laughs> that's why my Twitter account's protected.
0: The one time I, uh, I didn't. I've never been kicked out of too many bars. but I do remember a guy shoved my buddy in a bathroom at uh, Deja Vu in Columbia, Missouri, and he he shoved him. He did something, and I. Which one Uh, was Deja Vu? It was the comedy club, um, but the downstairs they would have like foam parties and nasty. What was the strip club? Uh, A different thing.
2: What am I thinking of?
0: Okay. Somebody will.
2: They sponsored a baseball team. I was on one. Yeah.
0: What was it, Travis? Not Eye of the Tiger. It was next to a bar called Eye of the Tiger.
2: Uh, It's like a juice bar, right? Strip
0: club in Columbia. Oh boy, Club Vogue.
2: Club Vogue, yes. So, thanks to Sean.
0: <laughs> I remember Club we Vogue, had T-shirts.
2: Yeah. We played in the Show Me games. Lost every game, mm, but they we had strippers on a pole on the back of our shirts with our numbers on them.
0: Yeah, um, but huh. hey, so the one time they did that, did something happen? Either way, I grabbed the guy's drink out of his hand. And he was he just didn't want to. I could tell he didn't want to do anything. And I poured his beer out on his head and did the.
2: This was an unnecessary roughness.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was that. And uh, the, the bouncer came up to me like two minutes later, and he's like, what do you, you poured, it? I was like, well, the guy shoved, the other guy he goes, yeah, that sucks, but you poured a beer on his head, I go, eh, fair enough, <laughs> have a nice right. night.
2: You're in the right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about that extra, like, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Mm. felt right, and it was worth it. Was it? Yep. Very, Didn't d- very
1: dramatic. It, yeah. There's always uh, another mm. bar. It's almost as if you're acting. <laughs> Thank oh. God we know some actors of our own. Like our friend Tony Cavallaro. Mm-hmm. You may have seen him on Schoolhouse Rock, perhaps The Dirt no, as no. Ozzy Osbourne. Was on School of
0: Rock on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Quick, I'll tell you guys uh, (laughs) about Gateway Powder Coating. Have I told them about Gateway Powder Coating? No, you have not. I don't believe so. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for Mm. more information. (coughs) Wonderful partners of ours. Fast, durable, (coughs) affordable. If you need powder coating done in the Midwest, they're your number one resource. That's right. Hit them up today. Mark and the guys are great. Another shout-out to Tech Electronics. Mm. Tech Electronics made this studio possible, and uh, they're an amazing company from right here in St. Louis. They're located throughout the Midwest. (laughs) Techelectronics.com. Com. Uh so Tony Cavallero. Tell yes. me more about him. Conjunction
2: Junction. What's your function? Tony, Tony Cavallero. He,
1: he was the lead. He was Ozzy Osbourne in the dirt. He was the lead in the school of rock. <laughs> of ages. And nope. the dirt. And of course, now you will be able to see him gemstones. this see him this upcoming Sunday on HBO on the Righteous Gemstones of uh, highly anticipated. Television show coming to the Hibbo HBO, as the young people call it. Wow, I don't, Christ. never heard a young Man, person so. call it that. Just get this over. All right, boys and girls, here's our interview with the great Tony Cavallero.
0: Guys, welcome back. Good friend to the show, Tony Cavallero. He's part of the Righteous Gemstones starting this Sunday on HBO. You can catch it right here in the Midwest, I believe, at uh, 1030 30. Tony, got the late spot. What's up, dude? How are you?
3: Uh, I'm doing great, guys. Um, it's actually 10 p.m., dude. I oh. hate to call you out and <laughs> make you sound like a total idiot to your entire audience. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Oh.
0: I, yeah, yeah, so we got uh, 8 o'clock start in the central, whatever we're doing. I'm excited to have you back. Man. Is it 8 o'clock start central? Yeah, it's 8 o'clock central. Mm hmm. On HBO. Mm. Well, I don't know. Now who's the dumb
3: one? <laughs> well, Me. I like to
0: start off every <laughs> every interview really confusing <laughs> everyone so they don't watch at the right time for this awesome show that you have coming on. With. Jody Hill, Danny McBride, Saint Louis's own John Goodman. You're in on that? You're playing uh, you're playing a devil worshiper too with John Goodman. That's my lifelong dream. I'm jealous.
3: Well, yeah. Guys, I'm so excited for everyone to see this show. It's so special. Like, my wife and I spent four and a half months in Charleston, South Carolina, which is probably the greatest place in the world. Uh, we were living like a block from the beach, and everyone there from top to bottom, were just like, it's like a family atmosphere. Wow. I like, could be like, let's all go to Danny's house to watch Game of Thrones. Uh, We're all going to go out on the boat this weekend to just cruise around, you know, Charleston Harbor. Um, Let's all head to the beach. We're going to meet at Station 18 on Sullivan's Island at 2 o'clock. I mean, it, it was just a total dream come true. And, you know, for me, and I'm sure you guys too, you know, I grew up watching John Goodman. I remember, you know, when I was first moved to L.A., I remember... I would go to my dad's place because I lived in um, I lived in a shithole in Hollywood. And so I would go to my dad's place on Sunday nights and they would do dinner with my dad and my stepmom. And then after that I would go in their back room and bored to death and then eastbound would play. Nice. Yeah. And I was just blown away by that style of comedy. And I'd never seen, you know, anything like that before, really. Speaking and, of that, uh, To get just, to work with these guys.
1: No, that's what I was going to say. Like Danny has a very unique style. We've seen, of course, with vice uh, vice principals, and of course he's bounded down. So, how did you prepare for this particular role, knowing that he's kind of, you know, he's very, of course, into improv, letting the actors get into their own characters. How did that? How did? How was that adjustment for you?
3: Well, I'm super excited for people to see uh, my character in this because. As you guys know, usually my characters are really high energy, you know, keyed up, ready to go, you know, as you saw with Dewey Finn and School of Rock, and if anyone's seen me at the Brownlings and even with Ozzy, you know, it's wily eyes kind of I'm still shook. (laughs) From Ozzy.
0: That's my guy up there. From from Ozzy, right? That
3: was the most fun.
0: How many children are from that that saw you at School of Rock and then saw you as Ozzy? Well, dude.
3: So dude, we're shooting that scene. I'm in a dress and a a cock sock. And I'm on the pool and like two little kids are in the pool and they're like, you're Mr. Finn from School of Rock. God. Two extras in the pool. Yes. (laughs) And like, there's deleted scenes where like my whole like entire taint, was just in full vision of these children. To say they were tainted wouldn't be a lie. That's
0: why we love him, it's Tony cavallero I wish we could inter- in in the interview there because it's not going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I don't possess well, the skills to bring out anything better. That's amazing. You tainted those kids.
3: Oh. I wouldn't worry about not getting more taint because you're going to get. Plenty of me and plenty of Keith, body-wise, in uh, The Righteous Gemstones. So stay tuned. Um, But you guys will see on Sunday night, everyone tune in. My character, I am like this ex-Satanist who's been saved by Adam Devine's character. Um, And we are best friends. Um, I'll keep it at that. I live... (laughs) I live oh, in so his pool house.
1: This, this is already
2: good money. <laughs> is this why you guys have been oh. seeing each
1: other out and about so much? This is outstanding.
3: And uh, I'm just a <laughs> weird guy who, like, he's he's gone from this world of, like, Satan worshipping in techno clubs to now entering the Gemstone family, which is, like, televangelist, evangelical, Joel Osteen, you know, Christian – this whole world. And it's like, he would have trouble enough functioning in a regular society, let alone going from one side of the spectrum, literally from Satan to now Jesus. This guy doesn't know how to function. I mean, physically, verbally, and uh, he's very, he's low key, very eccentric. I'm I'm really excited for people to see the show. And Keith gets to pop in here and there and have Some real fun moments, but I mean, just dream cast, dream bosses. The show goes totally bananas. I mean, Walton Goggins' character is insane. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's literally, it's like like they took Eastbound and they took Vice Principal's production-wise and put it on steroids. I mean, the pilot feels like... It's a feature film, and I think it's close to an hour long. So you guys will see what I'm talking about when you when you get to watch it. It's it's epic. I mean, fifty thousand person mega church and private jets and four white you know G wagons and I, I mean they went all out to create this world, which I'm really excited for people to see.
0: Well, and of course, just the subject matter itself. Like I find that to be so interesting. You grew up on the East Coast, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe uh, Virginia, some... Northern Virginia. Okay. So so maybe there's some southernness tinged into there. But anytime you explore that world of, of televangel- Let's show get your dog on the screen too. I need, <laughs> if you have a dog Check in the me. room. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, anytime- I've got three dogs in the room. Oh, yeah. What's up, puppy? Anytime you get to explore. <laughs> That's what I see. Who wore it better? You guys are rocking the same. It's <laughs> so perfect. Do, anytime you get to explore these worlds of like manipulation and and then you're mixing in just the decadence that comes with some of these Joel Osteen type of people, was that... Exactly. Was that, and I know it's funny, and I know it's absolutely absurd and ridiculous, but does it, does it sicken you a little bit? Because it is based off of, of real stuff that happens.
3: Well, for me, I mean, you, you'll you see in the show, and I think even recently, like, one of those big mega church guys was, like, totally caught by surprise after an interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yeah. so funny. I mean, it's, like, literally one of the characters from the show. He's talking to the reporter that's a female, and he's like, listen here, honey, you don't catch me here, but I have lo- done, and I love the Lord. <laughs> And I'm here to practice it, but don't you ever do this again, but I see there's the devil and he pops out, you know what I mean? Like this is like, it's real. And, and, yes. and there's even an interview with this, um, there's this interview with this uh, black pastor and it's like some kind of an IRS something, uh, interview where they're like, so you took a private jet to New York and you bought 15 Gucci suits. And he's like, yes, I did. I need to look presentable on my television show. And it's like 15 Gucci suits. And then they're like, you have an $8 million mansion. Uh, What's that for? Well, that's part of my research and worship center. And you know, this whole world I mean, you know, and if you haven't Googled that clip, you have to Google that He gets so angry the entire interview. Um, but this whole world, like as soon as I saw, so my, my wife was writing with a friend of hers and that friend is also an actress and she showed up and she had just auditioned to play uh, Danny's wife on the show. And she told my wife a little bit about it. And, and then she told me about it. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Um, and then it became, like, her quest to get me an audition for the show. awesome. And I was like, my agent's got it, my agent's got it. (laughs) And we kept pressing and pressing and pressing, and finally they saw me. Um, But originally that breakdown for the part I ended up getting was, like, uh, a man in his 40s who's, like, very heavy and overweight. And I was like, I'm never going to get this. So I just (laughs) made a big choice, and I don't know how... I, don't, I mean, it was just, like, seriously a dream come true. Because, like, so Danny McBride already, like, shines in this Southern world. Yeah. And I've always been, like, I mean, as soon as that idea came out, I was like, of course. Right. This is, like, perfect for every character he plays to live in this, in this world of the Southern televangelical televangel- South, you know, like... It's like, oh, yeah, why not? And then, of course, Edie Patterson, uh, who's on the show as well, who plays Judy Gemstone, the sister. She's a good buddy of mine. We're both in the Groundlings together. Tim Baltz, who plays her fiancé on the show. Him and I did Montreal all together back in 2012. So we've been buds for a long time. Adam and I have worked together multiple times. So it's just like, I mean, synchronicity and the way everything lined up. And, and to get to follow up, a kid show like that, like, like School of Rock with Ozzy and then this, like what a dream scenario, you know?
1: What has your life been like since? Because you, yeah, you talk about, of course your work you did for School of Rock, but now you've done the Ozzy. Now you're doing this. This is obviously just looking at the cast alone and the type of promotion, of course, HBO is putting behind this series. You're going to be seen again by an even larger audience. So for you right now, how has that transition been, been because you're, you're, you're pretty damn close, my friend, uh, as close as it's, uh, it's ever been, I would imagine, for your career. This is a pretty impressive run you're on.
3: I, I mean, again, guys, I, I you know, I just like my, my, my wife helped me out with both of these auditions. And I think for me, it was really, you know, with the Aussie one and with uh, Gemstones, it was just kind of going in and making big choices, really, with both of them. Hmm. I mean, I made big character choices. I'd never done an Ozzy Osborne impression in my life. <laughs> and I was just like, ever. Like I was like, okay, honey, I'm gonna put on one of your dresses and put on some under-eye makeup and be a maniac and show my ass in this audition and we'll see what happens. And it was kind of the same thing. We like workshopped and that's awesome. And uh, you know used like pieces of this old YouTube character I did back in the day with pieces of this old Groundlings character I did back in the day and kind of combined them. And and that's how Keefe happened. But like career wise, I mean, just to get super real, I mean, School of Rock ended, I got the Ozzy part. And then I was like, in my first pilot season, I had been in five years because I had School of Rock going, So I hadn't done one, but I was like, oh, this will be great. Um, You know, I've had experience on a show and it'll be awesome. And then like Ozzy Osbourne, the announcement came out in the middle of pilot season. And I was like, yes, this is going to give me that extra boost. And nothing. Rickets. And I was like, you know, going from making TV money to back to making, like, I only worked one day on the dirt. I oh, mean, wow. I made a day so quick. rate, one day.
1: Was, oh
0: wow! You know,
3: so it's like it was an awesome part, but I mean, you know, I, I don't even remember what it was. But like at the at the halfway point of that year, I, I had made like three thousand right. dollars, and I was like, okay, this is getting pretty real. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm
1: like. Now, are you saying that, or is that the wife uh, saying that, oh, it's getting real? Who actually said, oh, it's getting real?
3: Oh, I I was saying that. She was cool, calm, and collected the whole time. She's like, you always work. Shut up. You're going to be fine. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I've got this mullet. I think I should shave my head. I think I should shave my head. I mean, I was for real, like, contemplating. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And then this came out of nowhere. And it was like, okay, cool. And and another, like, clear evidence, just trust the process, stay positive, persevere, keep doing the work. That's the thing. Like, we were creating two different TV shows, a podcast. I was performing at the ground. Like, you know, you just can't stop, you know, once you stop. And even when you're making stuff, you can't stop. You know, that doesn't mean you don't take some good R&R. It's just, you know, creatively, these days with how everything moves so fast, you know, I think you always kind of have to have your creative juices flowing. For me, that's hopefully directing, writing, producing, you know, putting up a podcast. I mean, everything, you know, from top to bottom. And that's, you know, kind of been a learning experience for me. It continues to be.
1: How have, yeah. you learned to, how have you learned to balance that? Because I've been very curious about a lot of these artists, like especially a lot of comedians that are constantly working, constantly trying to put out content. Because as you mentioned, in order for you to survive in this business, you have to always be working. But how do you guys find time to manage that R&R? How do you manage to be a husband? How do you manage to do some things that are outside of your field? How do you guys – because I feel like there are moments where you, you feel like you have to be working because if you're not working, then obviously – you're not honoring your craft at the same time, man, you get burned out. You get to a moment where you're just like, I've seen more than my fair share of scripts. I put together more than my auditions. Like I just need to be a human being. Exactly.
3: For us, you know, uh, I mean, to be totally honest, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a long time sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I, I, I'm luckily I got a program that, that really balances me out from, awesome. from doing that. Uh, which I'm really blessed to have, but also like, I am sh- like, I like a tight schedule. I like all lots of things going on. So me, I'm I'm kind of a work in progress with that. Okay. Um, what I found recently is, you know, uh, not recently, but Annie's really into reading books and I've gone kind of back and forth on that, but I've gotten really into reading books. And for me, you know, it's, it's having kind of like clear set goals mm-hmm. and not just not being too tied to those goals. Because the thing is, it's if you get too frantic and too stressed, then you're not going to be able to be of service to anyone, but only okay. yourself. So for me, it's kind of like if I find myself in that place of like, I've got to get this done right now, it means, hey, maybe you should pump the brakes a little bit. And, um, you know, for unfortunately for us, it's been kind of pumping the brakes on let's go out to dinner with this friend or let's do that. Like, I mean, since we've been back from Charleston, it's been, um, we've been like real homebodies working on some of our own projects, but also just taking the time to be together and hang out and, you know, go to, uh, there's some cool outdoor markets with like, Festival food on Sundays. Right. So just living oh, that Tony. domestic life, you know. Oh, right. oh, Tony. Uh
0: this is gonna be a tough one because I don't know who you shoot your scenes with of the people on the righteous gemstones. Did anyone and again to Walton Goggins like uh, how many Oscars are on that? But how who who made you laugh or surprised you the most? Uh and you didn't necessarily have to be a scene. just being on set, did anyone surprise you? That's I mean, that's a killer list of actors slash people that are funny. Who was the funniest person that you saw
3: on set? Ooh. I mean, that's a tough one. So I don't have too many scenes with the core group of sure. folks. Just a lot so of a lot of it was just Adam and I. Yeah. Um, but you guys... The thing that's tough is that there's so many dark moments. <laughs> but you'll see... Uh, I mean, really, there's like some... It's like this show crosses genres like it's I feel like it's for sure the most dramatic and dark that Danny and Jody and, and David have ever done and but I mean there was one scene in particular where it was Edie, Adam, Danny and I and you'll see it's one of the cold opens and it none of us could keep a straight face but <laughs> I'm, mean, I'm giddy. I'm giddy. Me Thank too. You. It's going to be so it, giddy. Yeah. I know I, the, the thing tone. is, is that, like, everybody just, yeah. We're stupid because we Everybody brings such in... a unique- Right. That's what like, we got- <laughs> Let's that's keep why we got... messing with this delay. I <laughs> know this delay is just awful.
1: It's great for comedic timing, <laughs> right. for sure. No, we, Chris and I, we, we completely geeked out when we saw the premise because we've been, like, most of the people our age certainly are a huge Danny McBride fans. <laughs> And we just thought the premise was brilliant. I just the fact the that nastiness. it was on HBO was brilliant. The nastiness behind that whole industry. Oh, I, I grew course. up Catholic,
0: so that's a whole different thing. But then at the same time uh just the the whole it's just so gross and you take advantage of people at their weakest because they're giving you they're bearing their soul to right. you and then you're like eh, empty that uh, well yeah. there, steve uh but it that's we literally were like pumped about the premise and then to know that you got added to that like there's yeah. that personal connection we were oh, just man. we're always rooting for you and it, it's not you're literally on a, a, a series on a major cable network so there was it's not like you're the little engine that could but you're you're a guy that's gonna continue. Your star is gonna keep growing, and then just for you to latch in, it felt so perfect for you to join that crew because those guys what met in film school uh, when they were in college. Like it, yeah, dude. It's one of those yeah. things
3: that it just felt like such a great fit. Oh, that's so sweet, you guys. And <laughs> yeah, you know, as soon as you reached out, I was like, I was like, I, I'd love to chat with you guys and talk to you all about it. And, for sure, man. It was like. It's so funny, like you say that. Didn't they all go to college together? I mean, it goes so much deeper than you think. Like, out of everyone that works on the show, it's like David, Jody, Danny, our sound guy, the set decorator, the location scout, one of the editors, like four of of the writers. There's like 15 guys that all went to college together. That's insane. At the North Carolina School of the Arts. And they all still work together. And, and that's what I mean. It's like, everybody is so happy to show up for work and to be a part of this thing. And just Charleston in general, as a community, mm. everybody is so excited to have filming there and people there. And, you know, it, it was just a, a really special experience. And I just can't believe it's going to be coming out in just a couple of days.
0: On Sunday on HBO, and we, you know, that's another thing too. We're talking about all the goodness. We haven't even talked. Adam Devine, Travis, uh, I want to say, has done a bunch with Big Slick, which uh, our business partner does with like Rob Riggle and uh, Sedacus and Paul Rudd and everything. All we've heard is that he's the best guy ever, <laughs> and it just it makes so much sense that even at the highest levels, character matters, talent matters. It's it's just a cool yeah. thing.
3: Yeah. I am we, like, became total, like, buds out there. We had known each other and kind of, because he's he, he had gone through uh, some of the groundlings classes and then actually right before Workaholics came out, I was in a sketch group, an improv group, called Robert Downey Jr., Jr., and we used to do these shows on Saturday nights, and we'd have one stand-up come, and one of the members of our improv group was Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene on uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yes one of my best buds. And he was friends with Adam. So Adam came and he was our stand-up guest. And uh, I remember asking Josh, Hey, what's this guy's deal? And he's like, Oh, he, I know him through the stand-up community. He's got this new show coming out on Comedy Central called Workaholics. And then like three months later, dude, Workaholics hit. And it was, it was a huge hit. And then I worked with him on his show, Adam Devine's House Party. And then we worked together again on, um, on uh when we first met on netflix and then i remember when i first heard the casting director first told me that he was going to be playing little brother and my best friend on the show i texted him out of nowhere and remember i told you that character description was you know 40s overweight guy so when i was like hey dude uh a little bird told me something about you and he was like what's up and i was like Are you going to be on The Righteous Gemstones? And he was like, hell yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to be your best friend on the show. And he was like, really? Question mark. (laughs) And because like forever, man, I had always, there was a a time period where my hair was short and I would walk into audition rooms and they'd be like, you're like that guy on Workaholics or you've got a comedic style that's like that guy on Workaholics. And, you know, we were more kindred spirits than I think either of us thought growing up being huge. Chris Barley fans and That's awesome. We're both like really dumb meathead jocks that love to work out. So it'd be like, you know, we were living on the same island and and he would call me up and be like, I'm gonna work out in twenty minutes, and I'd get on my golf cart, because you only drive golf carts on Solomon's <laughs> Island. Of course. Yeah. And I'd put my like two dumbbells in the golf cart, and then we would I'd golf cart over to his house and like we both do a half hour workout shirtless in his backyard and, like, <laughs> blasting metallica. That's outstanding. I don't know
0: if it gets any better than that. So Righteous righteous gemstones coming out this Sunday. Tony Cavallero is uh he's Adam Devine's special buddy on that. Is that is go. that the official yeah. title yep. of I like everything? special buddy. Special buddy <laughs> yeah. works for me. Uh, Tony, we gotta we'll have to get you back on again, man. It's it's always a pleasure. Congratulations, You're so talented. Man. Congratulations on everything, man. So pumped for you. You look great, man. Take care of yourself. Thank you, guys. Hey, I know. It. Let me see those sunglasses. <laughs> Let me see those sunglasses. <laughs> Maybe you can flex on us. Oh, look, at like look, look at him. Looking like the old war. Got
1: that. Hey, Chris, he got that HBO money now. Oh, I see. You got the fourth. Oh, wow. He got the Brando posters now. Oh,
3: look at yeah. him. Well, I think. Nickelodeon. Long no bicep, board. short bicep. Oh. Long bicep, <laughs> short bicep. <laughs> we'll Hold on. watch.
0: Gym. You guys, oh, no. gotta see this. Oh God! Look at his Oh, look at those calves. that's kind of scary. Oh, calves. Oh, that's, that's scary. Good. That's amazing. Okay. Well, we're really proud Hold of you. Hold on, guys. I'll give you the whole package. Oh,
1: he's giving us the thighs too. Somebody's preparing for a Marvel role. I I that's think, what he's doing. Is there
0: another WWE biopic coming <laughs> out? That...
1: Someone's gonna play Ultimate Warrior in the biopic.
3: <laughs> I'm, dude. I will take so many steroids just to play the Ultimate Warrior. Please. Please, your highness.
1: perfect God. for the job. <laughs>
0: outstanding oh see you I later mean, buddy you're the best hey, i show what, you my glutes but yeah <laughs> maybe we'll see enough of those unrighteous gemstones if i think <laughs> of what's gonna happen <laughs> Oop, yep possibly that'll cover it tony <laughs> t- real quick how do we check out the podcast
3: uh well it's not out yet but okay. just stay tuned to all my social media channels i'm tony cavalero on everything twitter instagram facebook follow me there It'll be out probably in the next month, so
0: check it out. Awesome. Tony Cavallero, Righteous Gemstones, Sunday on HBO. Thanks, buddy. Take care, brother.